Welcome to A Certain Age, a show for women who are unafraid to age out loud. All month long, A Certain Age is featuring women running small businesses. This topic is close to my heart. I'm a small business owner, and I have a lot of company. There are nearly 13 million women-owned businesses in the U.S. About a third are small businesses. My guest today runs two of them. LaShawn Wiltz did a career 180, leaving a longtime nursing career to become a digital creator and photographer. She runs a platform called Everyday Eye Candy. And recently she launched a second business, a subscription box business called Pouring Over Books that marries her love of coffee and great reads. She joins me today to talk about passion careers, getting a business off the ground, and how to know when it's time to close one career chapter and start a new one. Welcome, LaShawn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I love books so much. My mom is a librarian, <laughs> so I am like, Ooh. you know, team books. I'm really excited to dive into that business. But before we dive into your career switch, I would love to start by asking you where you grew up and where do you live now? Okay, I grew up in Washington, D.C. Um, I was born and raised there, and I moved here in Atlanta, right outside of Atlanta right now, um, about 17 years ago. So I've been here for a while. Nice. Okay, great. I love the D.C. area. I lived there myself when I was right out of college. It's a great place. Yes, so where, <laughs> where was your nursing career? Were you doing that in, in D.C.? Was that Atlanta-based? And, and when did you have that career when did you decide to leave it um i i was everywhere when i was a nurse i started in dc um because i went to college in dc so i just stayed for the first couple of years of my nursing career and then in nursing you can do something called travel nursing and so for the next two years i did that so i worked in miami i worked in came back home worked in virginia for a little while and then i moved to vegas for a whole year and worked there then I finally located here, um, actually indicated where I live now, um, where I met my husband and got stuck here. Um, so. <laughs> I think it's a good place to be stuck, though. I've heard it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is. And so I got stuck here um, and then continued to nurse after we got married. Um, and then I had my son in 2009 and about... Five years after that, that's when I transitioned to not doing nursing anymore. Okay. And was that is that when you took on sort of this sort of blogging digital creator I, role? I started blogging as an outlet. I was always a creative person who liked to write. Um, and blogging at first was like an outlet to meet other moms because I felt kind of isolated uh, being a new mom. And I wasn't like a young, young mom. I was like, I was 30. So, um, no, I was like 34 when I had my son. So um, it was a way and outlet to meet other moms and then to write. And then I discovered that you could make money doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good discovery. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) what have I been missing here? So um, then I went ahead and um, started. It was like a side hustle. You know, the little thing you sure. do inside to get money um, for trips and things like that. Uh, and then one day I, it, my, my son was, had lots of food allergies. Um, and I was always being called away from work to go pick him up 
or to take him to the emergency room or something like sure. that, you know, and little children get sick a lot, especially when they already have asthma, um, you know, anything triggers them. And nursing, uh, despite the flexible schedules, is not a flexible job. And I had so many issues with just trying to work around his doctor's appointments and just trying to work around picking him up from school because of the long hours, no matter what branch of nursing I worked in. Um, and so finally, I remember complaining to my husband about it. I was like, I just, I'm really tired of this, of the juggle that I have to do. And he was like, why don't you just quit and just work on your blog? And I was looking at him like, seriously, (laughs) I'm like, why would I do that? Because up until then, it wasn't a consistent thing. Sure. Um, and did it become consistent because you quit and and, and prioritized it? How did it start to take off? Um, it started to take off right ironically, right when I said, okay, I'm going to quit and I'm going to make a, a plan from when I'm going to do that because I'm not a, a spontaneous person. I plan things out. So I was like, I, this was September maybe. And I was like, I'm going to quit in January. So mm-hmm. I was trying to get all my ducks in a row. And ironically, maybe five or six big contracts came to me at the same time. And I was like, oh, it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. And so I went, I remember I went on um, vacation and then I came back and gave my notice (laughs) and then that was it. And then I was, I was on my own and it was, it was a hard first year, but I I survived and made it through. Um, It was a hard second year, but then it just kept getting better. And I think, what am I in the fourth year now? of doing this full time. And it, you know, it, I, I know the ups and downs. I'm still, it's still a work in progress. I always like to say, sure, we're always learning. Yes. We're always learning, always adjusting, but you know, it, 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 it's working. <laughs> so LaShawn, I'm curious, you said you got five, you know, five sort of big projects that, that were the sign that like, yes, you made the right decision to leave and really mm-hmm. give this a go. So for the, our listeners who don't really understand like how one can make a blog a business what were those contracts what does that look like fill us in so i remember one of them was with coca-cola for instance so if you have a blog um advertisers brands will pay you to um talk about their product or talk about their company on your website and on your social media um so they i got a, a bunch especially since it was fourth quarter Fourth quarter is like really busy in the blogging world. Everybody, because advertisers have money to spend. Sure. It's the end of the year and they have to get rid of that money. Um, so everyone wanted me to promote something. And That's so great. It, it worked out that way because I was like, oh, I can do this. But it, it was almost like as soon as I put it out there that this is what I wanted to do, everyone was like, well, okay, here we are. The the universe was answering. So how did you figure yeah. out? I mean, this was new to you because you had had, how long was your nursing career? Remind me about that. About 15 years. Okay. So you had a 15 year nursing career and a brand new blog. How did you figure out what to charge and, and how to, um, you know, work with Coca-Cola? Did you Google this? Did oh, you ask so, friends? What, what happened? So my blog wasn't brand new. I had had it, like I said, since my son was born. Okay. But I had never monetized gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. Like I had monetized it here and there. Um, and as a blogger, you know, you're always going to uh, blogger conferences. 
um, where at the time there was a lot of emphasis on how to monetize. I had friends, friends who were bloggers who were monetizing. Um, there are lots of ad, I mean, networks that will connect you to brands. And so I joined a lot of those. Um, and that is how I got um, a lot of contracts. And a lot of it was pitching people too. Uh, that is something you you have to do. I had to put myself out there and say, hey, I have this blog. I have this many followers. I would love to do a story about, you know, why this toilet paper is the best thing in the world. You know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, why we use it and why it works for my family. You know, things like that. So I had to put myself out there as someone who would, would their or my audience would love their product. To okay. learn, learn more about their product. So, yeah. Right. That makes sense. So we're going to take a quick break. But LaShawn, when we come back, I want to hear about, you know, what, what did putting yourself out there look like? We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, beauties. Happy World Menopause Month, a month to raise awareness of menopause and the many resources to improve the health and well-being of women during this new life stage. Ready to menopause boldly? Now we can with the help of our friends at Kindra. Kindra's line of estrogen-free essentials is designed to relieve the most disruptive signs of menopause, including hot flashes, sleepless nights, vaginal dryness, and more. All of Kindra's products are formulated with plant-based ingredients, offering a natural solution to this natural phase of life. Kindra has an exclusive offer for certain age listeners. Use code KD20 at checkout for 20% off your first order or subscription. Head to ourkindra.com to learn more. Time to menopause boldly. Okay, LaShawn, we're back. You got a contract with Coca-Cola, which is amazing. Some stuff came to you. You pitched some stuff. How did Mm -hmm. you do that for somebody who's listening? Did you send an email, pick up the phone? What worked? Email. Um, A lot of people don't know that you can, Google is your friend. You can Google practically anything. Um, How do you think I started this podcast? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You can Google things. I love this. Anything. (laughs) And press releases always have contact information on them um, about who to contact or, you know, if you want to try to get in contact with somebody at the company. So I Googled a lot of things like that. Um, And then I would just send blind emails. Like, hey, and you know, nine out of 10, you might not get anyone to respond, but there's that one that will say yes, and that will meet your price that, you, that you're asking for. Um, I had to be very specific because I know a lot of bloggers will take product in return for advertising. But since I was needing this for income to sure. support my family, I had to be very specific. Like, no, I don't want product. I'll take your product, but I'll take pay too. Gotcha. So things like that. So I had to be very specific. Um, I had to set a budget. Um, I was very lean because I <laughs> I did not spend a lot of money um, because I didn't have it to spend. Um, I still had to pay bills. So that first year, like I said, was hard, but it you know it got easier as time went on. Right. I love the fact that you hit the Google and found emails on press releases. Yes. That's such a smart tip for anyone who's looking to open a door yeah. at a company. And this is a great tip for people who are looking to, you know, get a job or, or get any kind of yes. conversation off Ooh. the ground. You know, if you're persistent, yes. you can find out a lot of wonderful information online. So, so smart. Yeah. So I want to hear about how you, you know, you, you built this blog over the years. How old is your son now? He is getting ready to turn 12 in a month. 
So you've had a 12-year blog, which is amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. You started monetizing it, you know, a couple of years ago with success, but you recently mm-hmm. started a new business. So as somebody yeah. who has one small business and a podcast, I'm like always amazed when people add new things to their plate. Tell us why you started <laughs> pouring over books and what is it? Um, I love books and coffee. Um, and on my Instagram, I was always like every day I, I pour coffee. And I was always talking about what book I read. It was it was like a thing. Um, and everyone knew that these are things that I love. And I had a friend one day, maybe last year, I think it was the beginning of last year before everything happened. She was like, you should start a, a subscription box. And I remember saying to her, girl, I'm not doing nothing like that. That's crazy. I don't have time for that. Um, and I, I said that. Famous last and words. Yes. And because she always throws, she's, you know how you have that friend who just throws random ideas out there. And then not until maybe a year later, you're like, oh, that that was a good idea. She's that friend. So I remember I was making my vision board in December and I was like, okay, what do I want to do next year? I need to do something different. I'm I'm bored. Um, And I remember for some reason that conversation kept running around in my head and it ran around in my head for a week about the subscription box. And I was like, uh, maybe, maybe. And so of course me being me, I researched and um, was like, oh, so there are whole websites devoted to this. Oh, there are companies out there. Seems to be a good thing. And so I put it on my vision board and was like, okay, this is something I'm gonna do next year. And I still researched for about four months out of the year and then launched on my birthday. Oh, congrats. I love that. What a fun birthday uh, milestone. (laughs) That's so cool. Because it was like my favorite thing. Coffee, things I talk about all day, coffee and books. I could literally talk about the, it's my passion project. Because, you know, they always say, do what you love. That's not always true. But if you do what you love, it'll, it'll, money will follow. Um, But I decided since I had that one thing that was consistently bringing me money, I could do this fun thing that might bring me money, but at least it would be fun while I was doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you put this on your vision board. Is that something that you do every year? Tell me about that. I'm curious. Yes, I do it every year. Um, I don't do the traditional way where people, um, you know, people cut through, cut out magazines, cut out pictures in magazines, and then they paste them on the board. I do mine online in Canva. Um, and then I print it out and like right now I'm sitting at my desk while I'm talking to you and it's right over my desk. So I cannot help but see it every day. And it's the screensaver on my phone. So it's like a thing I do every year and I find that it helps me focus my energies for the year. Um, it makes, you know, almost like tunnel vision. I know what I'm going to do and I don't get distracted by things that are not on my list, to-do list for the year. <laughs> I'm building, I'm big on this. So I do one every year. And That's such yeah. a smart and wonderful idea. I love Canva and I love that you have this visual reminder of what your priorities are. I had a yep. fabulous guest on in my first season. Um, she was uh, in a job that she didn't love, but really wanted to publish a book and she uh-huh. made her computer passwords uh, prompts. So it would say, like, every time she logged in, she had to write, write book, 
book, book. Yes. And then the second time she logged in, she had to say book agent, book agent, book agent. Yes. And every single time she got on her computer at work at a job she didn't love, she was confronted with her daily reminder she wanted something else for herself. Yes. So yes. smart to put something in front of you. So you, you had um, a subscription box business on your vision board. You made mm -hmm. that vision a reality. Is that yes. hard? Do you have to work with a vendor to uh, to put the boxes together? How did you get your clients? What goes in the box? Walk us a little bit through this process. So I knew I wanted, I knew it was going to be a higher end type of thing. Like I knew it would not be cheap to produce and it would not be um a product that was, you know, like $20. I knew that wouldn't be the product, wouldn't be what I was doing. So I had to set out to find, first of all, to find good products. Um, and what is I the cost a of a box? What, is, what, do you, what do you sell your boxes for? The box right now for a subscription is $49.99. And for if you just buy a one-off box, if you don't subscribe, it's $54.99, just okay. $5 more. Um, and then there's a shipping and handling price. Um, which is, it's a flat rate. Um, I knew that I wanted small, small business coffee owners and I wanted good books. My thing was, I, it was either going to be a classic book. So that meant to me, classic, it's anything before 2000, if I'm going to be honest, because I'm a little older. So <laughs> classic book. Um, I love yeah, that we're classic. We get, we get to a yeah, certain we're, we're age. We're not old. We're yeah. classic. We're classic. <laughs> so I knew that these would be books that maybe I read in high school um, or things like that, or college or something like that. So I'm like, these, these are books that, you know, they, that are either a classic book or it's going to be a new release. And yeah, when I say a new release. They stood the test of time or they're, they come yes. well recommended. Yes, or new release, which means that it um, had been released in the last 90 days. That's, that was my goal. Um, and I didn't have a specific genre in, in mind, but just good books. And so, like, because I always knew that everyone always said I recommended good books. So I was like, so this is a good thing. I just recommend books that I liked to read, that I read that were good, and that um, I think everybody else would enjoy. Um and then I knew that I wanted products in the box that helped, that all surrounded a theme. So each box has like a theme, like the theme for our November box was um, gratitude and giving. So the theme around that whole box is gratitude and giving. Love um, There's the coffee, the book, all tie into a theme. I can't give it away yet because it's not, <laughs> but it's, um, it, it's all around the theme of giving. And then there are also a couple of products in there that will help you um, do gratitude. And I knew that that, you know, so each box has a theme and I knew that going in that each box would have a theme. So every month I plan everything around that theme products um, and they're useful things, things that you can really use, not just, you know, stuff that you look at and you didn't forget and throw away, um, but stuff that you can keep using even after, you know, the next month rolls around, even if you're not using it. Um, every day, but you will be using it. So That's things so like smart. That. And so, are these boxes a surprise to the to the um, subscribers? Yes. I mean, they know the theme. Yes. They they know a box is coming. They might know the theme, but they're not. You're not told what's inside. It's a surprise. Yes, arriving. you're not told what's inside. Um, I like on the website. Excuse me. Every month, I tell them the general 
like a general description of what the book, the book is about, um, a general description of the coffee, and then just simply that the the other items in the box are around that theme. That's all we get. And then after I say about 90% of the people get the box, then I reveal the theme. So fun Sometimes, to have a surprise yes, because there's so yes. few surprises in life these days. <laughs> you know, Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because I had someone ask me, was I going to start revealing the themes, revealing what was in the box before they went out? I'm like, no. There's some things that we need to wait on, and this is going to be one of them. <laughs> so give us a give us an overview of a pass box, you know, one that's already been sent and shipped and that's revealed. So what, what type of things go into it? Is it like bags of coffee? You know, what, what type? Okay, so our September box um, started off our coffee. You, they always is a 12-ounce um, bag of coffee. Um, so that coffee was Kahawa 1893 coffee. Um, it's roasted in San Francisco, but it's, it's small batch coffee. Um, and it was a medium roast, very smooth, um, and it helps small farmers in Africa. Um, also, in that book, we had our book, um, which was uh, The Heart Principle by Helen Hoeng. I think that's how you pronounce it. I forgive, forgive me if I pronounced it wrong. Um, and it was a very, but the thing when I gave the um, description before the box was released, I was like, is it a romance novel? with characters who have issues or is it about characters and their issues with a little bit of romance <laughs> thrown in? So, you know, it, it got me thinking like, oh. Um, and then in this box, um, since it was back to routine, I wanted, I'm always showing pour over coffee. So I gave everybody a little pour over coffee maker, like a little brewing cone cup, one cup of coffee, cup of coffee. Um, and then they got a reusable filter um, called coffee sock. Um, they're very, they're very environmentally friendly, cute, and they go perfectly in the pour over brewer. And then they got a fall scented candle. Um, I think it was, uh, like it's very fall, fall like nice. it smells glorious. Uh, I have like <laughs> two burning somewhere in this house right now. So my house <laughs> always smells like it. Um, and then I had instructions on how to do pour over in it. Um, an insert from the coffee about how they could help um, the farms because um, it's grown by women. That's another thing about that coffee. It's grown by women. So it was like a tip on how you can help those farmers. And it was just like a very fun box, I thought. so, And people loved it So because it sold out after, actually, after the box went out, people saw it. I still have a few left over. And it sold out after people saw what was in the box. Which That's was a, fantastic. What yeah. a vote of confidence. It was. So speaking of confidence, what gave you the the kind of confidence that you could get into this totally brand new business? Because the subscription box business, you know, can be a bit of a crowded market. There's Birchbox for you know, cosmetics, and then there's FabFitFinds, which sends you, you know, clothing and stuff. What allowed you to know that you could succeed with this? Um, that's a hard to answer question. I am one of those people who just tend to do things thinking oh it will succeed eventually you're an <laughs> um, optimist you're an optimist uh, yes i'm an optimist and i also knew that there was not another box exactly like that there are lots of there are a few coffee and book boxes out there quite a few as a matter of fact um but most of them are very generic um and i knew i was being very specific my box is a self-care box, a self-care in a box, really. Um, and I marketed it towards women. 
because I was like, women, we have, especially busy women over 40, over 35, really. You have kids, you have work, you have house, and there's so much going on in your life that you really have time to sit down and take time for yourself. So I wanted this box to fill that niche that that I need something for myself. What what can it be? Some of us is as simple as sitting down to a good cup of coffee in complete silence with a good book. You, and I knew you that had me a complete a silence, LaShawn. <laughs> when you said complete silence, my ears perked up. Because <laughs> yeah. that can be hard morning. to that's, find. That's all I want. Yes, it can be hard <laughs> to find. And sometimes the only time you can have it is before your kids wake up, you know, when it's dark and you're just having that cup of coffee. Or maybe it's when they're down for a nap. Or maybe it's right after everybody's off to school and work. But, you know, there's that time where you got to take some time for yourself. And so I was like, this is the, that box is going to feel that. So I, I love this. I remember years ago, I, I, I love to sleep. I sleep is my <laughs> is my thing. It's my jam. And I used to sleep very late back before I had kids. And I remember uh, years ago, my mom saying, you'll become a morning person when you have kids. And I thought, absolutely yes. no way. And now I realize yes. that is the only time that you can reliably get to yourself. Yes. So yes. And people don't, people resist forever until they finally give in. I, I have friends who are struggling. I'm like, soon you will understand. <laughs> yes. You're, you're going to be like, bidding up with the dawn because it's your time and your time only. So how do you get yes. your customers? Where, where, are you, where are you finding them? And is it you know advertising, word of mouth? If somebody's listening right now thinking, I've got a great idea. I want to bring a mm -hmm. product to market. You know, To a small, a fellow small business woman, what would you say about creating interest for your product? So I had a, I was lucky in the fact that I had already had a built-in audience from Everyday Eye Candy. Um, so what I did was I started building interest there first. Um, you know, little hints of I'm, I'm doing this thing. I hope you all follow me over on my business account, Pornover Bookspot. Um, and, you know, I would subtly, I started, let me see. Maybe in January, I started specifically talking a lot about coffee and books because I wanted people to come to see me as the authority in these two areas, you know what I mean, and self-care. So I talked about that a lot. Um, and then when I built the, when I started building the um, Instagram account for Pouring Over Books box, I only, I talked a lot about books and coffee over there. That's all I talk about over there is books and coffee. Um, on Instagram, it's a matter of advertising with hashtags, you might want to say, um, and interacting with other accounts that are like yours um, to get on people's radar. And it was simply a matter of sharing with everyone I knew also, because in the beginning, it has to be word of mouth. And I will say my community did step up. I shared it on my personal Facebook page. I was not ashamed. Yes, <laughs> which no. is something I don't, which something I don't do with my blog, which is very weird to me. But with pouring over books, I was like, "Look here, <laughs> I have this product." <laughs> and then um, my friends would share, and um, past customers customers would share. I have one lady who does not order for herself every month, but she orders for friends. She orders them as gifts for friends. Um, so it's like, and then those friends have become, and you know, um, subscribers themselves, or even they order a box. So 
that is the type of thing. It's mainly word of mouth now. Sure. Next year, I'm going to have to start. Yeah. Leveraging your network. I'm going to have to start advertising. Leveraging your network. For this year. Yes, I I use my network. You touched on something that's so smart, LaShawn, that um, you really need to let people know what you're doing. You know, yes. do not be afraid to be visible and to to say to people like, hey, this is my new thing. Like, I, I've got a, yeah. a, you know, a subscription box biz. I've got a podcast. I have mm-hmm. um, a book. You know, Tell sometimes them. people <laughs> think that um, promoting is a dirty word. And you, no. <laughs> you hear this from women sometimes. They're reluctant to, like, sell. And it's really important to be your own best advocate because if you're not buying what you're selling, if you're not excited and lit up about what you're doing, how is anyone else going to be? So I love I, that you – My father – yes, my father always said, closed mouths do not get fed. So <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> it's like running – it runs in my head. Like, if you don't tell nobody <laughs> – Right. How are they going to know? How so. are they going to know? Exactly. Well, so speaking of knowing, knowing what you know now about how your career evolved and, you know, you've launched two businesses that are succeeding and thriving, what would you go back and tell your younger self? Stop worrying about the little things and stop stop stressing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even do half the stuff I did. <laughs> I think it built it, it built who I am. Like I had some of the things that I learned like in nursing school come in very handy as a mother. Like what? You know. Um all health things because I have small I have a I have a child who has food allergies and asthma. And so everything that I learned about asthma and CPR um in particular um really helped me with him. Because there were plenty of times where I need to give him the EpiPen. And if I hadn't been trained, I would have been scared out of my life not to to give him the EpiPen. You know what I mean? Things like that. Even even giving the knowing when I need to take him to the doctor and when I don't. Things like that. I learned because I'm a nurse and that that information will always stick with me. So I can't. You trusted you trusted your expertise. You had an expertise that gave you. Yes, I trusted my expertise. But I wish I had realized earlier that it was not going to be a career because I held on to it for a long time. And I wish I had been able to tell myself that it was okay not to have a full time job with benefits and a pension. I realized I had been, I wish I had been able to tell myself sooner, let that go, that there is more to life than a paycheck every two weeks and a pension and PTO. <laughs> this is such a, uh, what you just said resonates with me so much because it's very easy to stay attached to things that feel comfortable. And yes, it was very comfortable, very comfortable. It's hard to I leap think. sometimes, but the, the, yes, there's great, great joy <laughs> on the other side yes. of, of taking a chance. Yes, it's great joy and it feeds my um, need for adventure. Most, what most people don't tell you is most nurses are adrenaline junkies. That's why we get into it. Um, but owning my own business is my adrenaline. It feeds my adrenaline daily. This is such helps. a great segue into my speed round for you because this is the okay. speed round is, you know, the one word, maybe two word answer to complete sentences. And okay. my first one for you is running my own business is. 
my adrenaline fix. Love it. Love it. Me too. I'm with you. My, my superpower at work. Uh, organization. My superpower at home. Letting um, uh, 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 peace. Peace. <laughs> That's a good one. My favorite place to drink a cup of coffee in the morning is? My table in front of my bay window. Ah, nice. Best coffee I've discovered lately? Uh, Kahawa 1893, the last coffee that was in our box. Nice. <laughs> Book I am currently reading? Oh, gosh. I'm reading like 10 books. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm one of those people who can read more than one book at a time. <laughs> oh. It's a good quality. Mar- the, it's, it's called um, The Marriage. Is it called The Marriage Mart? I can't, it's, it, oh, it's, geez, I can't even remember the name of it, that's, which is really sad. You know, that's because we have like menopause fog, perimenopause fog brain, right? It's like, we can't remember everything. All right. A book on your to-be-read pile. Is there something you've had on your radar you haven't gotten to yet? Um, to-be-read pile is um, The Professional Troublemaker by um, Lovia Jaya Jones. Oh, I love her. I do too. And it's like, I've, I've had the book since I went to um, the book release party. It was online. I'm here in Atlanta. So I have the book, but I have not. It's, for me, nonfiction, I have to devote more time to. And I've, I have not read it yet. So it's I'm looking at it right now. You'll tell me how it is. I've read her first book. Her first one is... Me too. Um, I have that one. Wait, uh, <laughs> the Do Better Guide, right? I'm judging yes. you. Yeah. So yes. good. I have that one. Yes. Okay. On weekends, you will find me in bed. Ooh. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't cook or clean on the weekends. You got to relax. You got to get your, you know, yeah. your self, self-care Sunday in. If I wasn't running my own business, I would be a... I would be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. All right. This has been a lot of fun, LaShawn. Before we say goodbye, how can our listeners keep following you, Everyday Eye Candy, and pouring over books? Um, on in- The best, easiest way to find me is on Instagram at LaShawn Wilkes, my, my entire name. Um, the book, the subscription box is at Pouring Over Books Box. Um, and on the website, it's Pouring Over Books Box, PouringOverBook.com. Sorry. And everydayeyecandy.com. That's where you can find me. Perfect. I'm putting this all in the show notes. Thank you very much, LaShawn. Thank you. This wraps A Certain Age, a show for women who are aging without apology. And this wraps our October shows and our focus on women running small businesses. Missed a show? We kicked off the month with a co-founder of the cannabis wellness company, Hello Again, who launched her company with a close friend after years as a stay-at-home mom. New York ad executive Katie Keating joined me to talk about creativity, ageism, and pushing through fear to launch a business in midlife. And beauty founder Kendra Cole Butler of Alpen Beauty shared the skincare benefits of wild mountain botanicals and how a cross-country move from New York to Wyoming sparked the launch of her beauty line, now carried at leading retailers like Saks and Sephora. Join me next Monday when we kick off a month of conversations with women focused on the magic of community. These women are building robust career networks, blogging and digital communities, volunteer networks, and at long last, connecting women at fabulous in-person events, not just over Zoom. 
Special thanks to Michael Mancini, who composed and produced our theme music. See you next time. And until then, age boldly, beauties.